0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Casual Planeswalkers podcast, the coolest casual Magic the Gathering podcast on the internet. Today we have our usual panel of Brad and Nick and Josh. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Feeling good.
0: You're actually on the line this time, Josh? That's
1: Yeah, I didn't hang up. A good thing. <laughs> a good thing for our if, podcast. I'm going hang up, hang up again. i to do
0: this
1: a third time. <laughs>
0: You should, you should have just like been silent for like five seconds just to freak us out a little bit. Oh yeah.
1: Well, you know, I mean, go generally means hang up to me, so, you know.
0: <laughs> right, of course. When
1: I do it at traffic lights, light turns green, I turn the car off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not talk about your traffic violations. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a right.
2: subject right now. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. So on to a really exciting topic, in my opinion. Uh, there's a new, a dual deck coming out, um, I believe, Friday? I don't know. It'll be out by the time you hear this podcast, so um, you'll already know about it. If, but if, we're going to talk about that. to get excited for it. Heck yeah. Uh, if you don't know which one it is, we're talking about the Phyrexia versus the Coalition deck lists. These are the decks that are included in the, the dual deck. It's sort of a like theme that's close to my heart because when I started playing Magic... Um, not only did I learn from someone who was sort of raised in the uh, the Urza saga, but I learned in the Invasion saga. So um, both of these these themes have to do with those sets, and I really like them. What are your thoughts, fellas?
1: I just can't wait for the Ravnica dual decks to come out. That's when I learned.
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> when everything
2: costs ten mana or more for anything. It doesn't do. Oh, you mean no. I can replicate it? Only if I have six billion mana. <laughs> anyway,
0: man, I feel I feel bad for replicate. We've already ripped on replicate. Yeah, we can not be making fun
1: of it. <laughs> he might come back we need... and kill us when he's out of high school. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he can afford to.
0: Replicate's probably like really good friends with Rock Jockey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if anyone else laughs at that, then well, then they're, they're exactly
0: the kind of people we want to be listening. Yes. It's
2: anyway. Special. So, the dual deck's Phyrexia versus the Coalition. (laughs) (laughs) Back to our original train of thought.
0: Nick, do you want to give us a little summary of the Phyrexia deck? Just sort of the theme that's going on there?
2: Um, yes. I would love to. The Phyrexia deck is just pretty much a mono-black deck with some spattering of uh, artifacts in there, giving it some uh, little, uh, what do you call that, synergy between some of the cards. Um... But what you have mostly is pretty much a mono black control deck here because most of the creatures have some sort of utility or protection. Um, Bone Shredder is like the first one on the list here. Uh, essentially a terror attached to a 1-1 one, one flying creature with Echo. And then most of the other creatures uh, have like an ability to basically sacrifice themselves to um, make other creatures get uh, like a minus X minus X still in a turn where X
0: is usually their power. Um, so this deck is basically... Or give themselves plus something. What? Like the carry-on feeder, sacrifice a creature oh, right. to put a plus... Oh, right, yeah,
2: one. yeah, that's, those guys at the opposite. Like, the carry-on feeder puts plus one, plus one counters. The broodlings put plus one, plus one counters. Whereas most of the fire creatures, like the the debaser, the defiler, denouncer, anything with D in its name, apparently, uh, <laughs> I mean, is, is the kind of thing that's going to be you know, nuke, you're like getting rid of your opponent's creatures.
1: I'm going to stop, jump in here real quick, and let everybody know that there's going to be a link to the uh, website that has these uh, deck lists on it, so that if you aren't following us completely, you don't know all these cards by heart, you can jump onto this website real quick in our show notes, and we'll be able to get you all set up.
2: Yep, it's definitely, you, you can take a look at the uh, lists and kind of see what they have going for them. Uh, in the Phyrexia deck, I think one of my favorite things is... um what was a big powerhouse engine back in, uh, I believe, in, when uh, Mercadian Masks and Urza Saga were part of what was standard at that point. People could Dark Ritual into a first turn Phyrexian Negator. And if you're looking at the list, Phyrexian Negator is two and a black for a 5-5 five, five trample whenever Phyrexian Negator is dealt damage. Sacrifice a permanent for each one damage dealt to it. So, if somebody throws a lightning bolt at it, you're going to have to sacrifice three permanents in addition to your Phyrexian Negator taking the damage.
1: However, this against Mono Red Burn. <laughs>
2: do not do that. Um, however, if you just have a land out and invest one Dark Ritual into a first-turn Phyrexian Negator, your opponent's going to have a hard time coming up with a solution without losing between you know 5 to 10 life before they finally get a solution to it and make you sacrifice. And if, and if basically, if you start out with just the Negator and don't play anything else then you're going to need to be sitting pretty for uh, um, a couple turns until they find a way to get rid of it.
1: Well, I'm looking at it, and uh, it is it is a dual deck, so the idea is that you're going to be playing it against the Coalition deck. And uh, I, I know we haven't really talked about the Coalition deck yet that you're going to be playing against, but it, it does appear to be a little bit slower. It's going to have some you know mana ramping going on the first few turns. So if you do happen to be lucky enough to have a negator and a dark ritual in your opening hand you're going to be swinging for at least one turn almost i would say probably at least one turn without too many consequences
0: Mm Mm-hmm. definitely Um, so what they've they've included some intentional combos in this deck which i i really appreciate it's not just uh you know for example the the elves versus goblins they're that's i don't know tribal is its own synergy but you
1: play elves you play goblins one
0: wins (laughs) yeah they all get better, hey. but this one has some very specific um, combos. Which ones are your favorite, Nick? With the, um,
2: <clears throat> well, as I went in through the uh, Fire Exit indicator Dark Ritual, is probably my favorite one in there, because there's nothing like mm-hmm. throwing down a 5-5 turn. But another interesting little thing that they have going on here is the um, Fire Exit Colossus 7-mana for an 8-8 can't be blocked except for by three or more creatures, However, it doesn't untap during your untap step. You have to pay eight life to untap it. However, they included a cool little synergy item with that, uh, or combo, I don't know if we want to call it. Voltaic Key, one cost artifact. Pay one and tap to untap target artifact. So you can quite easily abuse that to have a pretty big guy. Uh, oh, there's also puppet strings, too. I puppet
1: strings puppet to keep strings. their
2: creatures tapped. Tap,
1: well, untap. you can untap your guy with oh, it, too. Oh,
2: it's tap or untap. I was yeah, even thinking puppet
1: that. strings is tap or untap. To tap. <clears throat> so yeah. There's technically there's three cards in here that could untap him, and uh, you know if it need came up to it, you know pay eight life and untap him. If you're gonna win, you're gonna win. It doesn't matter what you're at.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, another card that I really
2: like is the uh, Phyrexian Processor, which also works with the voltaic Key. Uh, you can make up to however many, two really um, tokens each turn with however much life you pay, and with the uh, tendrils of corruption in the deck, you can actually end up with a pretty high life total close to the end of the game uh, if you hit one of their creatures with that. Um, it's also got a lot of cards that help it draw like Phyrexian uh, Vault, Phyrexian Arena, Firexian Gargantuan. There's a couple good cards in there. that, uh... And then um, another combo I guess that works with that is the Phyrexian Vault and Hornet Cannon. It puts right, a token yeah. into play you could <laughs> sacrifice that token. It's it's kind of expensive way to draw cards, but it, it doesn't actually cost. put you any back. It doesn't put you back any further with your. Creature. It's not you like you're pick. really
1: going to be saving mana for anything in black, right. you know, Unless you're holding on to a hideous end or something. It's, slay,
0: you know, slay. Also, um, those those artifacts that create creatures, the Hornet Cannon mm-hmm. and the Processor. Mm-hmm. Well, especially the Hornet Cannon could also be abused by any number of the sacrifice a creature to get X effect oh, mm-hmm. cards. The
1: Plague Lord sacrifice. The Plague Lord creature gets minus give a one minus four, yep. Uh, minus yeah. Four minus one.
0: So, I don't know, pay what, 4 mana to get rid of a annoying creature or something.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could definitely do that. I think that we should definitely give the, you know, give that a little bit of a an up. I wouldn't say it's a huge you know, you're gonna. It's kind it's of a costly a way. Yeah.
2: It's it does cost, cost do
1: three tapping the hornet cannon. But it does and have flying. So you could at hornet. least
2: swing with it first, and then okay, you can hit it for one. Then get rid of one of the creatures. I don't know. It's just a way to. It's a thing to think about. Yeah, I just
0: love that yeah. there's so much interesting stuff going on. I, I like this play style, sacrificing creatures. I guess there's not really too much that cares about the graveyard, which is sort of.
1: Well, there's the uh, there's definitely living death. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> there is living death. I mean, so the hallmark of graveyard <laughs> cards, but there's only one yeah. of them granted.
0: Recklessly throw all of your creatures into the graveyard <laughs> to hurt them and then bring them all back. That's awesome.
1: That is a pretty cool thing. Actually,
2: Josh and I were talking about this earlier before we did the podcast and um we were saying that this is one of those kind of decks that you can buy if you bought two of the Phyrexia versus the Coalition and then kind of like took out all the good cards from Phyrexia versus the Coalition and Put the better ones together, you could actually end up with a pretty sweet deck for for playing against your friends with. Like, take out the kind of the crappier ones. Like, I'd probably take out the Phyrexian battleflies or
0: yeah, yeah, or those are gone. These-
2: yeah, get rid of those guys. This is like, not going to do anything.
1: Yeah, no. I we were talking about pulling out like the carrion feeder. Mm-hmm. Or, No, yeah, keep that one. Get rid of the no, like was the, it the bone shredder.
2: Was it the bone no? Shredder? The bone shredder is one you want to keep. I, don't
0: I like bone. Thread.
2: We were I deciding forget- that some of these were not worth keeping in here, but other ones were actually pretty oh the
1: Hulk that's what it
2: was 5-4 five,
0: five.
1: for 6 oh yeah I'd pull that one out and put in something else put in you know you could throw in that new vampire even the one that when they get below 10 life um, what is it it's in Worldwake the- no
2: it's in, it's in Zyndikar it's, uh, uh-huh.
1: it's Worldwake it, is- it gets plus 1 plus 2 oh uh, plus 2 plus or plus one. 2 plus 1 Ruthless Coldblade. Ruthless Coldblade. you'd throw that in here it'd be kind of cool it'd do pretty well it'd be cool If you just wanted a cheap card to throw in, you know, and get rid of that six cost. Drop your...
2: Right. Put something else in there. I mean, there's other alternatives in black. But uh, I think that's pretty much what we can talk about. I mean, the living death, as we just said, is a pretty (laughs) ridiculous way to turn the game around. Especially if your uh, opponents are all, you know, throwing their um, kicked creatures into play. Because that's pretty much... Those guys aren't going to... You know, they're not coming into play abilities. They're kicked comes into play abilities. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get anything uh, cool out of that if they're just coming back into play from uh, from Living Death. True. But looking that. at uh, moving on then to the Coalition, yeah. there's a lot of cool stuff in here uh, that most of these cards are actually from the Invasion. In-vision. Yep. And... Um,
0: yeah, run down and give us a little bit of a summary of this one as well. You did a pretty good job yeah. with the other one. You actually have like a five-color deck here. Also something I love to play, by the <laughs> way. 5 colors? yes. Um, Mono-black and five-colors. I love both. <laughs> one color or five. Can... There's just, <laughs> this is just made
2: to apparently. Definitely. Um, you have Charging Troll, which is uh, a Vigilant 3-3 with a Regenerate for one green. So that's a pretty good guy. I mean, you can swing in. Uh, if, even if he dies, like, would die, you can just regenerate him. That would make him tapped, but the fact that you can swing in with vigilance before they have anything worth blocking with. Gerard Capassion was one of my favorite cards, um, when I first started Magic. I don't know why. I think it's because he's like, I'm a pirate hero guy.
0: <laughs> um, I was super excited to pull him in a pack. Yeah. I, I remember. He's a pretty cool legendary creature. Yeah,
2: what did I'm they sorry. even make him? Is he like a human soldier now? Yeah, he's a human soldier. Because... Summon Legend, a Creature Legend.
0: He, he was a pretty big deal in the storyline, I believe, the Weatherlight yeah. series.
2: I mean, he's like the central character. Mm-hmm. And um, so that that card just excites me just because of <laughs> nostalgia. Uh, uh-huh. There's a bunch of other cards that uh, help with, like, mana fixing, like Nomadic Elf and Quirion Elves. We got some <clears throat> Yavimaya Elders that <gasps> you know, awesome are, order. like, Super Sakura Tribe Elders.
1: Yeah, those are really um, cool.
2: Or Sakura, if you're going to yell at me for not pronouncing uh, <laughs> Japanese names correctly. I was just about to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was,
1: that was the first sure. thing in my head. I was like, man, Nick is butchering his Japanese names.
2: Thanks. Uh, you got Harrow in here for some mana fixing. And then these charms. These guys, I never wanted to use these cards. but Neither the have. They have such <laughs> versatility with uh, with them. I mean, they, the fact that... These guys are examples of cards that Harken back to the old days of Magic When things actually cost more because they did more Nowadays (laughs) You young whippersnappers With your low-costed (laughs) multi-touch cards Now this one is like Return target creature from your graveyard to hand Or deals 3 damage to target creature or player Or target creature gets plus plus three 3 It's essentially each of those Is a one color spell Like it's, what's the one?
1: Well, yeah, you got Giant Growth in the green. Giant Growth,
2: Lightning yes. Bolt, and um, what's
1: the black I, one? Can't think of what that card is. Oh. Uh, I know that ra- card too. Raise, raise,
2: raise, raise Dead. Raise Dead in there. Yes. You got each of those, each of those respectively costing their own color, but the fact that they could mash them all together, they're like, let's just put each one costing its own mana. Which made sense and- to them because nobody had the idea to <laughs> do um, hybrid mana at that point or anything.
0: Yeah. They- By the way. The charms coincide with the Invasion Dragons that were included in the deck. Yeah. So you've got Deragaz, Rith, and... Treva. Tre- Treva. So you've got Deragaz's charm, Rith's charm, and... Treva's charm. Treva's charm. It's a nice I think
2: flavor. out of all of them... I actually, you know, I think Deragaz's is probably my least favorite... I mean, you still get a three-cost burn spell in there. Treva's is probably my favorite because you get destroy an enchantment. The draw, discard, is not that great. But then you get remove target attacking creature from the game, which is always fun to do to people. Oh, it's attacking? Yeah, it's gone. Now it's not. Sad. Sad for them. Writh's charm is pretty cool because you can destroy a non-basic land or get three green sapling tokens or prevent all damage to the source of your choice would deal this turn. So you, know, you have some versatility in there, bad. but that's not... That's not Each of those is pretty much worth three mana. So, um, then you got all these cool little dudes like the battle mages that have uh, crazy abilities and cost too much for the creatures on its own, but (laughs) like, oh, it's sunscape battle mage, two and a white for a two, two kicker of a green and a colorless and or two blue and a color or two colorless and a blue when it comes into play, if you paid the green kicker cost destroy a creature with flying. That's pretty neat. I like that. Yeah. Uh, When it comes into play, if you pay the two and a blue kicker cost, draw two cards. So if you pay a whopping (laughs) eight
0: mana,
2: (laughs) creature, you can destroy a creature with flying and draw two cards. Oh boy.
1: Here's the deal though. Uh, You got to think about it in terms of this is a dual deck and you're going to be playing against the Phyrexian deck. mm -hmm. So you're not necessarily going to be just playing legacy here against people oh yeah i
2: know that but the amount of mana that you're investing in the card and the thing that i think is kind of silly about it is that out of the entire deck that your opponent is playing there is one single creature two two creatures that have flying yeah okay well that might
1: be a little bit less awesome
2: (laughs) the battle flies and the debaser and the problem with that is that the debaser can simply just sacrifice itself to kill something in response, kill kill the battle mage itself in response, or the battlefly is just whatever, it's a zero 01 that i have to pump two men into
0: every time. Mm-hmm. Bone shredder also has flying. Oh it does, doesn't it? Yeah. You just don't think of it as a real creature cuz it's just going to do its duty and then die. It's gonna <laughs> die. No one cares. Yeah, whatever about that.
2: So, i like the sunscape battle mage. Uh, I think it's got. I think it's pretty cool and versatile, but it costs a lot to get it to do everything, and that was the problem I had with a lot of like the kicker spells. Is even even now, things cost too much to kick. It's just very difficult yeah. to find yourself wanting to play it for its full amount. Um, the Thornscape Battlemage, on the other hand, is three mana for two two with relatively with cheap kickers, red and or white. The red one deals two damage to target creature or player. That's pretty cool. So for four mana, you get a two-two that deals two damage to target creature or player. That reminds me of what? What was that card? Murder's Red Redcap from Shadowmoor. Oh, there's a yes. huge card, and it cost four mana and did the exact same thing, except it had persist. Thornscape Battlemate, uh, The white kicker cost destroys target artifact. And with the nasty artifacts the Phyrexian deck has, that's going to be kind of useful to destroy their
0: definitely
2: their Colossus or their Hulk their Voltaic Key, stop him from doing some shenanigans.
0: Let's see. Well, Plus he's yeah, an yeah. elf wizard. How often does that happen? I don't know. I didn't know elves could be wizards. Yeah. As you're playing D&D.
1: <laughs> well, I think, you know, you've done a really good job of, like, summarizing what's in the deck, but I think one thing you've, you've kind of, like, glossed over here is that the, the point of playing this deck here isn't really, like, is it's not even really in the creatures. It's more in just having five colors out and loving mm-hmm. it. And there are these couple cards that they've got thrown in here. A couple of these like allied strategies, uh, the evasive action, the exotic curse, the tribal flames. I think those are the reason. Like those are the fun cards to play. In this mm-hmm. deck, you know, that's the reason right. why you're getting the five colors. You know, all these cool, you know, you're like, yeah, you know, Thornscape, whatever, there's a couple things in here. Tribal so. Flames, that's definitely a cool yeah. one. Th- I think most Th- of Th- it is Th- just to have a fun time playing this deck. I think half of it is just enjoying the fact that you have five colors out there and you successfully... Definitely.
0: They didn't put, um, the, the one that I have in my Highlander that does that for...
1: Oh, the Explosive uh, Borders?
0: Not explosive oh, borders. No, it's
1: the, um, you can't... What, collective restraint. Collective restraint, we Ooh, just can't attack. that would have been <laughs> ridiculous. No, I, I don't, don't think they, they put that in here because the Phyrexian They didn't want
2: friends done. punching each other in the face. <laughs>
1: I tell you yeah. what, you put collective restraint actually. in this and it's over.
0: <laughs> yep. Just here. one of them. They could have put one in there. But, of course, black can't destroy it. So, that would have been pretty mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other deck literally has no way to destroy that, so yes. I can see that why they wouldn't do That's it. That's an end game. <laughs> they did put one of my other favorite enchantments ever, which is armadillo cloak, in it though. <sighs> I hate that. Definitely, good. armadillo cloak plus charging troll. <laughs> just amazing how many times <laughs> have you
1: sent that stupid thing at me in your, oh. your white green deck that is the only thing it'll do is eventually get an armadillo cloak on a, tr- yes. a charge my troll i
0: mean it, it's a five five trample vigilance with regenerate and lifelink it's it's just too good,
2: good <laughs> that that lifelink doesn't stack anymore so you can't uh, be abusing that put, anymore
0: put two of them on there mm, gross
2: uh the one thing that yeah, i like it, though is, go is good about having all these small creatures in here um like to kind of, if your opponent is going to u- use all those all their resources to kill all your guys, eventually you're going to get out your big guys like Daragas, Marith, and Treva, and that those are the guys that are going to start t- ruining your uh, the Firex team's day because they're going to be a bit it's too lying. big.
0: To- <laughs> yeah, and and by the way, uh, you know Daragas costs six with three different colors of mana, but. Uh, the way they've they've put in mana fixing and and ramping stuff, it, it's probably going to happen before turn six. I think
1: yeah, you'll have five colors by turn six. I think they you can have two arrows, like, three turn expenses. By...
2: And they also so have like easily. the queer and elves. They have guys that yeah. are ramping. Mana I think anyways, you can so.
1: probably play them if you're if you get an awesome hand, you could probably play them on turn four.
2: Yeah, it's quite like yeah. it's potentially you could get it. It's
1: Potential. I mean, if you if you know, <laughs> if the you Christmas land, whatever you called it,
2: yeah. Like Magical Christmas Land. Someone out there is like filing a lawsuit. He stole my word.
0: <laughs> you know, Magical just person. just thinking about this more. I, I literally started playing Magic with a mono black Phyrexian deck, and then once I bought my own cards, I transitioned to a five color Invasion deck. So I it's like a <laughs> steam
2: steaming cup of nostalgia for you, isn't
0: uh, it? I love it. And y- you mentioned Terramorphic Expanse. That didn't exist when invasion was around so i i just love this is a specific instance where terramorphic expanse is just awesome because it's gonna fetch you the color of lands that you want and and in this specific you know the dual format it's obviously casual it's obviously limited so you're not stressed like oh crap terramorphic expanse isn't fast enough you don't have to really worry too Mm -hmm. much Yeah, and it's It's gonna fix your mana. It's nice because you don't
1: really have to worry. You know, harrow is awesome, but if you don't get green for some reason, Terramorphic expanse can be useful. Yep. Yeah. You know, that's what makes it so awesome is that you don't have to have green to play it. Yeah, you know, you could say, Oh, why don't I just put four harrows in? You know, if you don't get green you're kinda sitting on you're sitting on your hands basically, waiting for a a draw forest.
0: You know what? Although there's there are tons. ten forests, whereas everything else is less than five. You don't but... need it, though. is the thing. I mean, there's so much yeah.
1: land. You, you only know.
2: need one of those other guys, like the island, the uh, swamp. Because there's only what, like, two cards in here that even
1: use black. Mm-hmm.
2: But um, there's the one card that the Big Daddy Multitude that none of us have talked
1: about yet, and that's Urza's Rage. And we've been saving that for the last. <laughs> <laughs> that card is probably one of
2: like the cards that I always look at and just don't pay attention to. But when you really look at it, it's a really cool card. Like yeah. First of all, in between the kicker text and what it does, there's this little line that says, can't be countered by spells or abilities. And I, uh. and I have been in a situation where I did not realize that. And then once I finally realized that it said, can't be countered by spells or abilities, I was just like, that card is so much better than I thought it was. An uncounterable three damage for three. That's not yeah. that's not terrible on its own. The fact that you can kick it for nine mana, nine, yeah, which is a lot in this deck with the mana ramping and everything. You could probably play that by the time late game rolls around, and yeah. um. 10 damage to a creature player, and most likely you're going to be aiming it straight at their face.
1: Well, you know, if you think about it, actually, a really nasty thing to do is wait for the person, if they are playing the Phyrexian deck, Mm -hmm. play their processor. They run themselves down to, what, 10, you know what I mean? Yeah. They think they're going to be awesome. They're like, well, I'm going to make a 15-15 because I just hit such and such with a tendril. They drop themselves down to, you know, 12, 11. (sighs) You hit them for that and then swing with one of your dragons. Game over. Game over. You could really... Actually, wow, I never noticed that. You could really swing the game quick with this deck. Yep. The uh, the fact
2: that they could... And in, in it's an instant. It's not like it's a sorcery where you're going to, you know, play <laughs> well, on yeah, your
1: turn. If they can't block flying, you have potential to deal 16 damage that turn if you have a dragon out.
0: Mm-hmm. Now we're going to move on um, to... Um, Let's our, say, our favorite Argaes does damage on his yeah, yeah, own. This bad. one he's actually he's not the igniter for nothing. Not <laughs> quite in <laughs> the play yet. They don't call him the igniter um, for Nick nothing. brought this, the, um, this cool thing that card I was you, you were
2: talking about kind corruption. In, uh, the cool which, thing is like is this? if they're like Rise oh man I'm getting low on life I should probably of the tendrils. They're like all right I'm going to hit Argaes with the tendrils and put myself like 6 to 10. But you know like put myself up, you know. So from six Nick, to why don't you whatever. give us a little, oh, I mean, a nice
0: healthy life total? You can't, we can't we can show go. a picture, in give us a little description of what's yeah. going on with this birds that nobody <laughs> really wants to hear when fellow. they think they're safe. Yeah, <laughs> you
2: never, whatever <laughs> your life total gets low, you hear you in response, the and, and you just go, pretty, you oh no! Powerful, think, and then what you can do is you tap all your mana. Um, one by one, mm-hmm. kind of oh, god. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mythology oh. and magic combined. Units looking down their but face and hope it doesn't um, leave a paper like, cut Kind of like guy. demigods or gods <laughs> of, of the zombecard. Oh, and face. then they punch and, um,
1: you in the face. <laughs> anyway, those
2: are like butchered troops. And, and then like you don't like have friends costume, costume, anymore. Yeah, that is, not wow, like that is that is insane. I never thought about that. Just
1: do it after you attack.
2: Doesn't have mm-hmm. artifact. or in response in the to them trying to save
1: themselves no or anything, or, or in response color. to them trying to legendary live. creatures. That's at no, least, I, I want know, to can't have, like, like, kind of too play too bad. You're done. Game over. Of you know, the more when we, we talk about these decks, Cozum the more I just want to buy true it and play it. We're going to have <laughs> so right to do this and, and just do a special where off, we, you, uh, you know, play and it and out uh, for like he has 50 times. over a four, track. Is a keyword that I think
2: we're <laughs> yeah. In that says, you know, I was sorry. I was just looking at the deck list again, and another card that I'm
0: like super excited to see that didn't exist when these cards came out is Coalition Relic. Yeah. I love it. And when I mean, it's an artifact that taps for a color one it's mana of any color of your choice. Right into his Again, this is so cool. and and you another way to pull more it, mana if you
1: don't have it, you know?
0: 12 mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I like think this tech enough, can this consistently NLC hit five colors. And it also charges. Your so, you know,
0: you're talking about late and game Urza's Rage. Really
2: even, <laughs> I mean, even if you kill You've got six mana built up on your Coalition Relic that you haven't been using, you know? It's going to make a card like... The Coalition Relic has the caveat of they empties it every turn. So you, you can only save up two on it. Oh, okay. Okay, we we need, sorry. We have it main phase. All charged counters from, from Coalition exactly. Relic. So, so like you can get it. Next this turn, turn, you know, on anyway. your anyway, for this turn, That's you not it. That's not it. The next turn, you get two. That's being the combo for one.
0: That guy's not going to know. Okay. Yeah, but still, I mean, three mana, type for any color. It's just really cool and happens to have Coalition in the name, so i sure it was one and of the victory. first cards that okay. they stuck in there. Uh, uh, I, was,
2: really, I was really expecting Call Co-
0: Victory to be in there, Please and I was really glad that. it yeah, wasn't. I'm yeah. so happy that that card is... For those I'm of so us who so are familiar yeah, with here, Coalition Victory,
2: 12, 12, if you nine nine own a permanent of every color, you win and a land of each
0: base. If you
2: were Want
1: to be, to be lame and your it. friends to hate well, you. Course, Go ahead seven and
0: play that. <laughs> I'm sorry, right? Exactly. I was gonna say, I believe you changed the name. Because so nobody, <laughs> 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 nobody likes losing
1: to coalition ga- victory. Nobody likes losing
2: to things that say you win say the game. you winner of fun. Yeah, no. <laughs> everyone loves <laughs> losing a door to nothingness. Fun. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, seven, it's the seven minute <laughs> capability of I
0: have Uh sure, I don't the want to. your opponent too bad anytime. Alright, <laughs> oh, right, so we just seven took a trip down memory lane, started, sort right of. of I mean it's gonna be in you know fresh in the magic world soon enough, but you know, ruins. Sort ruins, of old old cards, old themes, old storylines. I guess the downside let's move on to is that they're cutting edge, right? Uh, new storylines and themes, and talk brothers, about some Eldrazi one, cards that we've that have have seen hands emerge hands on, the on the internet. You get
2: some really cool, um, for those people that do like radio segue things, things that are like, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Have like some stuff <laughs> in, in the background. Really see this being anything and this is, these are spoilers. You know, I mean, we should probably mentioned that. You know, yes, spoiler alert, up good idea. Kind of I mean,
0: but this think, is spoiler I mean, alert is for those people though. who like I mean, to, like, stay pure so uh, until the set comes out and professor. then open their pack I think, I mean, joyously the, the to revel in each new experience
2: that, that is the new set. You know, in um, this is definitely going to ruin that for you if you're that person, matter. so go ahead what and deck, just skip yeah. to the end or something. It's I don't know. Um, so but matter. they, they spoil five new cards since I last checked. Anyway. And there and, might um, be more really, as we're doing this, but we're just going to talk about like these guys. Out, From Rise of the Eldrazi, up, we have, you
1: have five you get new
2: cards, one of each color except for... Actually, no, there is a red one. Uh, we'll just talk about the other ones right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I see the this, first I mean, one is a black or really uh, spell. Really, uh, three uh, and two black can, for you know, corpse so hatch. Like, you know, it's a sorcery. You know, you know, Destroy target like non-black creature. Know,
0: magic but Put two, no win two win zero condition. one <laughs> colorless Eldrazi spawn <laughs> creature tokens that onto the battlefield. Those creatures have. Sacrifice this creature. Add one colorless
2: to your mana Now the cool thing about those is that their intention, it seems, is to give you some. Not only remove a creature. So, but also to I guess we'll just give you some uh, fodder to help you cast the bigger Eldrazi have, guys can, later on. Um, or if you need it, you in can that, just make this cost three and way to win use it. the
1: two for something else. Now it does. Right, that's true, too. It kind have, of reduces its own, own costs if you want. If you want. You
2: can it does. It gives you Trump blockers if you need them or something like that. But moving into the new Eldrazi that has been released, this one is surprisingly... This has a couple surprising things about it. You know, the first win, one that threw me off was that it was not legendary. like The original like costless sacrifice the creatures it's uncommon. I mean, either way, it's, it's kind of it's not, not legendary. It's uncommon um, and it still is pretty ridiculous. Kind of path razor of bad thing. Olamog, because
0: he's Olamog, whatever not, you want to call it, you can pronounce um, it your own he's, special he's, way he's not depending on
2: your geographical dialect. I keep thinking
0: that looking at the card, it's an eleven cross Just cheat him into play with
2: all of the nine nine. With yeah, of Annihilator of, of like three,
0: mm-hmm. whatever this creeper is, defending <laughs> Clare Sack, like and Pathraiser and Olamone can't or be blocked, except okay, yeah. by three or more creatures. But, uh, I mean, that so, thing, you kind yeah. of, we are just talking about the yeah, Phyrex natural. and Colossus, this
2: is kind of like Colossus, the fact that it shares that can't be blocked, but also is going to nuke three of their permanents of their choice. Each well, time where, they choose to block, I, I Barefoot, I know. they, they know, can't block and sack. Name, <laughs> yeah.
0: So they and either also lands yeah, or uh, sort of like sacrifice creatures. That you know, say, yeah. I was just shooting. thinking. Uh, I was just sort of them. trained to think <laughs> yeah. the flavor of a card He's like gonna this would be to remove creatures from the opposing battlefield, but this is sacrifice three permanents. not everybody's going to be running them in the deck If they're playing, you know, mono blue control or something, and it just this guy happens to get out there. And they're going to have to be sacking lands off, or so something, you know. Or counter Unless you've it, you got know, some whatever.
1: other way to deal with it, well, That's
0: why I said uh, if it happens to yeah. get out there. Oh, mm-hmm. um,
1: um, where you just need a win condition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he does you know, cost 11. I mean, you're, I mean you're, that's yeah, not exactly you're keeping easy. From
0: killing you
2: but with the Corpse Hatch and as we talked about
1: before, the Eye of Ugin, you
0: know, then that makes a
2: nine cost if you Corpse Hatch that makes it gives you two extra mana. You know, That's just idea ridiculous. That this card, right? this I'm guessing there's going to be sure no a lot of ways to get these guys into good. play easier. Well, now I'm, I'm sure if oh, I kind of hoping that there's going to be some
0: serious removal coming up. I'm
2: i not a
0: huge fan of sacking my permanents. That's a bit angry. Well, one thing, uh Corpse Hatch, I noticed that they they had the non-black creature clause. And at first, I've sort of been, again, trained to think, oh, non-black, you know, it's just sort of a limiting... Or 30 minutes mm-hmm. or uh, cause on the card, For but with these Eldrazi, cards. they're colorless, um, so kind of by, they but they're going to be an uh, easily. Stuck yeah, they're the going to be weak to the all turn. the the non-black so, creature hate.
2: Any any can, uh, removal card that has a clause of non-X can, uh, X creature uh, is going uh, to be able to
0: hit yeah. these guys, which together. is kind of cool. Yeah, and, the uh, things that aren't specific colors are ones that are going
2: to be so Cards. That you think are worth it. Right. Um, moving on, though, uh, we got this <laughs> that's uh, the moral a new of kind of. I the story of today. Uh, the story <laughs> is that no matter a how bad, card. Uh, you think a card <laughs> uh, card we got this ID new like that. uh, mechanic, a keyword out. ability that as they're long putting in. as it's in. got some like, little quirky um, thing to it? Which makes a might lot of out, sense to us, at least. This card is called Mammoth Umbra. It's a white enchantment that's an aura, costs four and one white. Enchant creature, enchant creature, it's plus three, plus three, and has vigilance. so... Actually. Mammoth we or reminds the a idea, or the name kind of reminds um, me of Elephant of Guide, but, and, and it gets the plus three, plus three, and some like cool ability. Uh, but the uh, cool thing is it has totem armor, you that's know know
0: what's gonna be coming in the keyword. And that is, if enchanted creature would be destroyed, in instead remove all damage from it and destroy this aura. So it's the aura itself
2: has, like, grants another ability in terms of other than the words on the card, the plus three, plus three, and the vigilance. I dispense like three hours trying to find yeah, one character yeah. I really like the flavor everywhere. of this card you know uh, if you if brother you check out the for some sort of
0: the illustration on prize. the card there's a, my, my it's a it's beautiful. yeah there you go yeah. it's a, a mage sort of Sound levitating in the middle okay. of a well okay, an aura shaped then? like an elephant <laughs> but um Start all right expecto it, patronum I well i think that wraps it up for episode <laughs> you know, one I, I didn't really put two and two together but it does look would like, to like add? that from harry potter i would like <laughs> to add. thank you and for listening lawsuits <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just down, i'm
2: I just mean, a liability everybody who tuned in <laughs> but i think it's i think it's a cool a mechanic happy, though like the idea that magic the enchant you know enchantments are so easy I, to destroy I, one and like they have like just you know whatever they do but Their totem armor, like they got this like whole. It's an aura; it should have something extra like that. Does that? They have to get through the aura to get to the creature. That's right.
1: It's kind of cool. At first, I didn't really think it was that good at all. I was like, oh, four and a white, like oof. for just you know, like an enchantment. But technically, it's kind of like giving. If you enchant the right creature, it's like giving a second
0: creature later. Granted, it's not at the same time. Yes. Just 10 over 2. You're basically getting a review with whatever, you know, that's our website. You know, whatever going to die. We're going to have you some know, throw that on your path raiser or olamog
1: and you're going to have to make some can new friends. You need to check
0: out our fantastic <laughs> book <laughs> the casual planeswalkers ultimate to guide to deck, deck building <laughs> where you're pretty much going to get
1: um, lots taught how to turn on path
0: raiser. So the totem armor I
2: can't wait to see what the other thing we got that are going to have that keyword in there. It could be cool. basically I have you a feeling it's going to kind of stick to white soon. and red the, or white and green book,
1: though. I see that being really s- powerful in drafts. Lot. Is what it is. Thanks oh, yeah, ridiculously yeah. That's tuning. what I'm saying. Like that sort of that little ability right there could really rip somebody apart. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: They can't deal with. And I I noticed like I did with other cards before that it's splashable. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah.
2: It's not going to be as hard to cast if it, then it doesn't have a uh, double white in it.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Usually a card like that. I think, seems very color-specific in flavor, and they would have double color, but mm-hmm. this one just has one white, so... Definitely. I like it.
2: Moving on to another five-cost <laughs> spell, uh, Mnemonic Wall, four, and a blue, for a zero-four 4 creature wall. Well, that's a little pricey for a wall. I mean, you'd expect to have, like, a higher toughness, like zero-seven 7 or something. Uh, defender, when Mnemonic Wall enters the battlefield, you ret- return target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand. So we, uh... We have essentially... Um, what is that card called? It was from uh, Ravnica. You know what it is. Is
0: which it... One? Is, is it, it... Cronarch. Is it
2: Cronarch?
0: Oh, oh it it's a it Cronarch. Back.
2: Yeah, it's essentially a functional reprint of that. Which, But it now it's splashable. the same, oddly enough. <laughs> it's the same. Functionally, it just, it's, it's a defender instead of something that can attack. But sort of
0: a 2-2, yeah.
2: right? 0-4. Yeah, was a 2-2. And you get a card back. And for mono blue, that could actually be... It could be a usable card. I don't know how usable, but it would depend on the... Uh, other cards, blue is interacting with in this upcoming yeah, I'm set.
1: Be honest, I'm kind of nonplussed by it. It, it doesn't yeah. really do anything for me.
2: It doesn't look very. I mean, let's just move on. Let's just we yeah. we talk. Let's about just
1: lay it to rest. And
2: it's, it it's to, not really. It's, it's a functional reprint. We're not going to get into it. <laughs> we'll get into the one of the Saucier cards that I kind of really enjoy. Um, it's like it's like double stuffed Oreos. This last card. Uh, it's called Praise Vengeance. And you'll see what I mean in a second. It costs one green, it's an instant, and its target creature gets plus two, plus two, to end of turn. All right, well, that's not cool. I mean, that's fine. Giant growth is one green, gets plus three, plus three. However, this card has an ability called Rebound. If you cast a spell from your hand, exile it as it resolves. At the beginning of your next upkeep, you may cast this card from exile without paying its mana cost. So you get double duty out of this card... Albeit well, not at whatever time you want. Deck. But <laughs> if you, in, a, in, a, in a deck where you're constantly on the attack, what's the harm of getting two times the amount of uh, spells out of one card? Well, you, you have mean, to pay one green, like,
1: green, I mean. Let's I be mean, honest yeah, here. But,
0: wow. <laughs> Who can afford one green in, a, in any... These days, the times are tough, you know, uh, the economy. You
1: know, everybody's a little short on green these days. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds. Anyway... <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know. I really, I really like that card, and I'm excited to see what other cards are going to have uh, rebound. I mean, that like one I is an uncommon, seeing, right? And that's an uncommon as well. Okay. Yes. I could imagine seeing like a shock that has rebound or something, Ooh. which, in my Ooh. opinion, is really powerful. That'd be that's four damage for one red. Yes, please. Yeah. I, I, no, you know what? I can't see them doing that. That'd just be ridiculous. I <laughs> could be
1: one damage. I can see it. You know what they could do, actually? Uh, One and a red. I could see that. Oh, yeah, that probably... I could see it for one and a red. Maybe.
2: Maybe. Because that's not...
1: (laughs) and, And it would be an uncommon. I mean, we're sitting in the uncommon range here.
2: That seems like four damage... For two seems but a But little... it's only
1: two at a time. You can't really kill... You know what I mean? It's not...
2: Yeah, I'm just thinking four damage... In, in a red burn deck, where the objective is a go-for-the-throat kind of mentality... Yeah. That's a little powerful, considering other cards are at least three converted mana costs to deal a total of four damage. However, you're right, it is broken up, so there is the potential. It's not going to be like a game-winning card, like, oh man, all i got to do is four damage to their face, draw said rebound <laughs> card. Oh, shucks.
1: Well, praise vengeance. <laughs> it is themselves. two
2: damage at a time, so it's possible.
0: You're it not really is get
2: possible. It. I'll let you laugh at me okay. if you're right. If you, if well, you let's, that, let's
0: have a bet.
1: Let's have a bet. <laughs> let's have a bet that can't be. You know. Oh yeah, I, I'm not betting anything. I'm a little short on green um, myself.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, you uh, won't be uh,
1: casting any praise uh, vengeance anytime soon. Yeah, well, no, but like it's a, you're not ever going to see like a plus four plus four. Well, you do. there is a plus four plus four for one green. It's the what is it the one? It's if Earth. you play it on. It's there's if Earth's you play Swell it on, on your mother's bit Might, Might of Old Crosa. Might of Old Crosa, yeah, that,
2: that one one's do. that one. And then there's Earthswell that has the landfall trigger, essentially. Like, if you play the land this turn, it gives it plus four, plus four. There's a lot of cards that do that nowadays, so. Yeah. It's, it's But, you know.
1: There's also that card that deals a damage to anything every time you play a land from... Coast's Ravager. Yeah, yeah Coast's okay. Ravager. You know, so I, I don't know. They're changing things up. I mean, they've yeah. also got a 9-9 nine we'll nine that kills Let's three permanence when it attacks. We'll kills three permanents when it attacks. Yep, and it also and I costs that enough. Money.
2: Let's just move on. We've, <laughs> we've talked about the spoilers. We can get past it. We'll get to yeah, the people okay. who, who are a little less excited about spoilers and more interested in casual combos and stuff.
1: Well, um, we're gonna do a toss back to the Timmy's here on this one.
2: Yeah, we'll shift back a few years this. when I, I wasn't. I wasn't quite uh, involved. I found,
1: this. I was just skimming through some cards actually, and was looking at the Forgotten Ancient, and I. I don't know. It kind of. I decided that uh, there's other things you could do with this. I think that this is more of just, like, a fun...
2: This is a specific of... example. I mean, there's other things,
1: Yeah, but, but this for is for just something... Same itself.
2: colors, same kind of...
1: Yeah, three and a green. Whenever a player plays a spell, you may put a plus-one, plus-one counter on Forgotten Ancient. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may move any number of plus-one, plus-one counters from Forgotten Ancient onto other creatures. That in and of itself is, you know, pretty... uh Pretty, <laughs> let's just say that That's a guy's decent gonna, ability That's a decent ability He's gonna I make have... some friends with some
0: black <laughs> Emperor, Emperor. He,
1: he, He's gonna make lots of friends with black spells
0: Hey guys um, oh,
1: we yeah. But one thing I thought of Instantly just as like a little sort of comical relief sort of thing, was the Spike Feeder. The Spike Feeder comes into play with two plus one plus one counters on it, and you pay two mana to remove a plus one plus one counter from him and put a plus one plus one on the target creature. You're not going to really do that, because you have the Forgotten Ancient. Put it on something else if you want. But remove a plus one plus one counter from Spike Feeder, and you gain two life. (laughs) If you're playing, say, Five Star, Emperor, any form of multiplayer game, guess who's just... Tapped the life force feed. <laughs> People are going. You're going to be going I up in life. You never
2: said those words.
1: You're, you're going to be getting a lot of life pretty quickly. Yeah, you, you know, can
2: potentially get a ton of lives uh, if you can keep your forgotten ancient around.
1: Well, and that's where the tr- the third corner of this little trifecta. I guess the spike feeder is optional, but the third corner of
2: the three corner hat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm a. Early English settler.
1: Well, privileged position is one thing that came to my mind. I mean, I'm yay. America, what a so horrible
2: that's... card that I hate so love it.
1: Well, think <laughs> about it though. You play a privileged position. Everyone's like, ah, whatever. What do you, you mean I can't target your minutes? And now everyone goes, oh, sad now face.
2: Two spells.
1: <laughs> so now they have to both. You know, you're, you, someone playing black is just turned to a sad face. I guess
2: <laughs> Side
1: down smile. Yeah, they've got an upside-down smile, because your Forgotten Ancient just went off the hook, basically.
2: Where where they put unless, before unless the it. semicolon, then the capital D, they put the capital D first, then the colon, then the uh, inverted bracket of Angry Face.
1: Yeah. I think, really, it, it, beyond <laughs> the <laughs> combo, <laughs> you could actually have a deck built around the Forgotten Ancient in, in a you real way. You know, Conceivably, yes. There's lots of other cards out there that make use of plus-one, plus-one counters. Hmm. Um, so. If you were
2: gonna splash, bl- or, like, do a blue-green deck, um, you could have uh, what's that one? Sage of Fables from uh, Morning Tide. Pay two. It, you know, uh, each wizard you control comes into play with a plus one, plus one counter on it. Pay two colorless and remove a plus one, plus one counter from a creature you control to draw a card. So essentially, every time somebody plays a spell, you can play two blue or play two colorless and draw a card.
0: <laughs> <Sweet>
2: <laughs> spell seems a little fun to me.
0: You know, an- another card that just would so easily fit into this little uh, combo we've got going here is one that has been talked about on MagicTheGathering.com lately. <laughs> uh, doubling Season. Oh, dear. Right? Oh, wow. I mean, it's, yes. it's an easy addition to any sort of counters. Could you imagine the chaos?
1: That would be the most fun deck to play.
0: Just sounds amazing. <laughs> You're getting two life for every counter you remove from Spike Feeder. Even if somebody gets to um, Oh
2: my goodness, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> what? That's like creating what have you got, Nick? I just discuss- well, I was just thinking about it. It's like putting a furnace of wrath for plus one, plus one counters. Like every time they play a spell, Forgotten Ancient gets two plus one, plus one counters. Then when you move the counters from Forgotten Ancient to something else, you double them. Yeah. Oh my goodness. it's
0: oh, And wow. if you remove it from Spike Feeder to anything, you can back keep- and forth. You're just oh my gosh!
1: Or you
2: can just remove a plus one plus one counter from him to put two on him. Essentially,
1: you can pay two to double yeah.
2: his. <laughs> to add wow! Two. To double, yeah, to add two. That seems a little silly. Oh, that seems would just be. You could do so. I so think we're. Things. I think we're in magical Christmas
1: land right now. But yeah, really, it seems know, a little God, silly. Thanks. You throw them in a deck. You know, you throw some privileged positions in there. You throw some doubling seasons in there. You know, it, it, those are green cards. You could definitely. I mean,
0: these are cheap cards. Nobody's paying fifteen dollars for a Forgotten Ancient.
1: No one's paying much for a Doubling Season. Well, actually, no, they. You I are. think they're You're actually up about seven dollars. Wow. Upwards of seven. Yeah. For a f- Doubling Season. Well, apparently, people think Doubling Season's cool, obviously, because it's awesome. <laughs> but it used to be a lot more than that. You know, it used to be it's
2: it's a pretty cool. Like card. twenty dollars for some reason. I don't know why. Um, oh man, I should have sold those. Or Why maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, <laughs> I feel like people are trying to trade $20 for this stuff for him, because I remember getting, like, a Land back in Ravnica it was still in standard for it, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. People really wanted them.
0: Well, if anybody listening has cool ideas to, uh, you know, with decks or, or combos with Forgotten Ancient, Spike Feeder, send them in, you know. We'll feel free to send it to you, and,
2: with- uh, you know, maybe we'll talk about it, and you'll get to feel like you're part of the, uh, you will be a part of the casual we will let you
1: feel like you're a we'll part let you of the feel team. Like it.
2: Uh, listen to me <laughs> an arrogant, arrogant individual right now. Um, everyone's a casual magic player.
1: At heart. Maybe we'll even mention you. We'll probably just take credit for it. though. This comes
0: from <laughs> Steve from. <laughs> By the way, the the email if you do want to email us is info at casualplaneswalker mm-hmm. So hopefully, some people listening will. Give us some more ideas if you have some combos. Definitely. Let's move on and wrap it up with our casual magic tip of the week.
1: Well, our casual tip for this week actually is moving outside of purchasing ideas and moving into playstyle ideas. What I thought we'd do is talk about one of the uh, lesser known formats among a lot of... Definitely more casual. Oh, absolutely casual, but lesser known is the popper format. Now... The trick to playing popper format is that there really is no trick. You just play only with. <laughs> the commons. first
2: rule of popper format. Is that there is no rules to popper. No,
1: there are. Is there there the is only that one you rule. Don't rule. talk about popper format.
2: <laughs> the one rule that popper format has is that, and this is going to make all of your friends that play with really good expensive cards sad, uh, is that you can only play with commons. That's right. No uncommons. No rares. Nothing like that. You can so only tell play.
1: Steve, who goes out there and buys the $30 rares out of every set, that he can no longer play with his rares. <laughs> He'll be really happy.
0: You're picking on Steve a lot. Or Steve yeah. from Texas. Steve Poor from Steve. Texas. <laughs> Sorry, Steve from
2: Texas. Some, some guy from Texas named Steve is going to email us, I didn't like what you said about me.
0: <laughs>
1: Except for it would have more of a southern draw. I didn't like what you said about me in Texas. Yeah, I'm sure he says that in the email with a southern drawl. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know. Um no, but comments. the popper format is it can add some real fun to your playtime because it it, it really t- takes everybody back to using some real thought. You know, yeah, you could just throw a bunch of comments in there and see what happens, but if you want to be creative about it, you could probably come up with some really fun things and if everybody's using commons, everything's going to be a little overpriced you're not going to have to be like oh you know oh this thing costs five you know well, everyone else is playing things that cost five six seven because they're comments you're not it's playing harken with-
2: back to the dark ages of magic when you first started playing and you had no idea how to play and essentially it became <laughs> a game of i put down a lot of creatures and i attack you and your opponent does the same thing and you guys are just bashing each other's heads in with your creatures. That's what it's going to come down to, and I miss that. And I really like Popper Format for that reason, is because you get back to there's no tricks, there's no in-response, I do all of these things. and
1: Well, you can do things in-response, you just have to so tap pat- all your lands. <laughs> <laughs> all of your spells. You
0: don't have any tricks up your sleeve, you you have exactly <laughs> one trick. My trick pony.
2: But well, yeah, you yeah, we- can create, you know, some fun interactions, and you're going to use cards that you never otherwise would have because you're given no other option. And I have one word to say, though, for those making their pauper decks. Ninjas. (laughs)
0: Ninjas. Ninjas. That's all. Uh, Yeah. Wow. So do you guys think this is more of a... A constructed format, or would you want to play draft more? I think
2: you could do both with this. I mean, if you you could draft a bunch of commons, like just go through all of your old card boxes, pull out a bunch of commons, what? and then shuffle them up into a pile, and then have be fun. people like pick one at a time.
1: That'd be really fun, actually. Just put them into fifteen card piles and mm-hmm. just
2: do drafts of commons. You could completely just change the way that you play. You could you could either construct your own pauper deck, which would be fun. You could you know do both. To those both. people that <laughs> just do both.
1: It'll give Have you some Have a magic to... night. Get everybody together. You know, you've, everyone's got at least one friend who's got the pile of magic cards up in their attic. You know, shut up. <laughs> 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 don't but tell all to do. Just don't bend your friends' cards. You know.
0: Do not do. That. Oh, they're just comments. <laughs>
2: yeah, <that's, laughs> yes. Either way. Oh, these lightning bolts? They're commons. Bend.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that is the thing, actually. That is the um, one little thing in case anybody was wondering, so there's no arguments. If it was printed in a set as a common, you can play it as a common, even if it's been released as something else in another If set.
2: they like change it to an uncommon for some reason, like they do that with cards from every now and then. They're yeah. like, it's a common. Oh, we're going to have to reprint it as an uncommon in the set. Like Drudge Skeletons? No, no, no. I'm sorry. That's not an uncommon. That was printed as a common, and it will always and eternally be an a common.
0: Why would why would they make I, it an uncommon? I don't know. They did, it's but it's uncommonly they,
2: bad. <laughs> it's it's not bad, but I don't know why they would. Anyway, anyway. Well, it,
1: it doesn't compare obviously to the razor boomerang, but you know. <laughs> wow,
2: that card is one card that should never have made it into an uncommon slot. I should so admit, they're gonna make vote. it. Come out. Some card will come out, and it'll be like, if you played Razor Boomerang this turn, you <laughs> no,
1: hundred dollars. If you
2: activated Razor
0: Boomerang,
1: anyway, if you activated Razor Boomerang when it first came out, have your friends
0: pay you ten dollars. <laughs> it's like I can see a lot of uh, Kamigawa cards showing up in pauper formats. <laughs> Just aside from ninjas, not you know, since you mentioned the ninjas. I don't know, they're just getting dusty in people's collections, I think. Be
1: fun to, those, like you said, You know, they'd be fun to pull out and just have some fun with. Tear them up. Well, don't tear them up, but tear it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you oh, may have too...
1: already torn them up, we don't know. <laughs> Alright, thanks everybody for listening. Definitely, see you guys next week.
0: See ya. Hey listeners, don't forget to head over to our website at www.casualplaneswalker.com to find more talk about magic, tips, tricks, and more. Definitely take a look at our ultimate guide to casual deck building. Because the first 10 people who head over there right now and put in the discount code PODCAST, just the word PODCAST all in lowercase, will get our awesome book for 20% off. So you don't want to miss that deal.